She's passionate about helping you become the best mama you can be and is pulling back the curtain on experts' advice for every area of our lives, from eating for wellness, the best advice for littles, fashion and style, and everything in between. Get ready to get real. This is Not Your Mama's Podcast with your host, Christina Franci. Hey friends, welcome back. I have such a treat for you. Since it's 2022, I have Sin Hannah, his passionate and empowering people to achieve tangible results to say, so that they can say, I love my life. A transformational life and business coach, Sin teaches clients her formula for success, outlining the steps she took to move from tragedy to triumph, which can move you from a good life to a great life. Sin has shared the stage with the likes of internationally acclaimed transformational teachers, Mary Morrissey and actress and wellness advocate, Meryl Hemingway. Her entrepreneurial spirit led her to numerous successful ventures prior to becoming a coach including in Hollywood as a television producer and being a member of the Directors Guild of America. Owning a high-tech recruiting firm focusing on the Silicon Valley, Sin, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on, and it's such an honor. I think you will be such a blessing to provide tools to my audience on how they can transform their life so that they can love their life. And with that said, why don't you tell me a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are today? Oh, hi. Hey, Christina. Thank you for having me here. This is really fun and it's an honor. Um, You know, I knew that I wanted to help people transform their lives or to move them forward. And I looked into being a therapist and it was kind of like, well, that's not it because therapy, while it absolutely is, has tremendous value and has its place. It's helping people understand their past, why they got to where they are. I wanted to help people move forward. And I remember when I heard about coaching and I went, oh, life coaching, that's it. And I went and I got certified and then I didn't do anything with it. I kept hearing these voices in my head that were saying, who do you think you are? What will people think? Mm-hmm. So have you ever had a dream, had an idea, and then you let those voices like stop you? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. in my life, (laughs) I think many of us have, and so I was letting them stop me. And then, um, what it took to really to get me to move forward was a big jolt in my life. And I know that many of us have jolts in our life, and they can show up as the diagnosis, the divorce, we lose a job, something that just shakes us up, and then we say, "No, I've got to do things differently." And my jolt came in an unimaginable way Mm -hmm. so I was a single mom and it was just my son and I and we were kindred spirits so we were really close and and we had a lot of fun together Mm -hmm. and then at the age of my son when he was 21 he died and that was um that was heartbreaking to say the least couldn't even imagine and I grieved long and I grieved hard And I remember the exact moment I decided I'm coming back to life. I was standing in my kitchen. I thought I was having a heart attack and that I could die. Yeah. In that moment, I realized that I didn't want to die. And because I had, during the grieving process, so often I thought, well, if life is going to be this painful, I'd rather just die and go be with my son. 
But in that moment, realizing I don't want to die, I decided then I'm going to really live and I'm going to go live full out. (laughs) And that decision sent me down this path of exploration of study. And I learned that there is a system for transformation. And you can apply this to any area of your life that you might like to transform. So that is now what I teach. And I know you are a woman with so many tricks up her sleeve um, (laughs) to help people transform their life. What are your three essential keys to creating the results someone would want in their life to to change? So as a basic foundation for changing your life, um, I I do, I have lots of, I I prefer to call them tools. (laughs) Yeah. But yes, they can work as tricks because they can be work so well. But just as the foundation for changing your life, the first place to start is with a vision. Now people might sound, I think that sounds cliche these days. I have a vision for your life, vision boards, but it's very important because if you don't decide where you want to end up, you're going to be living life by default instead of design. And it is so much more powerful to live a vision-driven life than what I call a condition-based life. So condition-based life is when we look to everything external to us to tell us what we can do, be, or have. So we're looking at Uh, We're looking at the economy. We're looking at other people's opinions, which is what I was doing. I lived in this small town. I had this successful business. And I thought people are going to look at me and say, how is she going to help me transform my life? So we look to these other things to tell us or things just show up and and we're completely by default. Mm -hmm. And when we have a vision, we're looking inside of ourselves to what's going to give us more life, what's going to light us up, what it is we would truly love to be doing. Mm And what a vision will do for you is one, you know where you want to go. So you're very clear about where you're headed, which is important because we have a part of our brain called the reticular activating system or RAS for short. Okay. Your RAS, its job is to go find whatever you're seeking and then to filter out everything else. And the example that I like to give that makes this really clear do you remember maybe the last time you were going to buy a car, a new car or a used new car to you, whatever it might have been? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you decided on the make model color you wanted. Mm-hmm. And now everywhere you go, you notice that car. Yes. <laughs> and you're yeah. going, I don't, I didn't know so many people were driving my car. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your reticular activating system going to work. Cause now in your level of awareness, you have that car. And so now you're seeing it everywhere. When you have a vision and you're focused on that, now your RAS is going to go to work to find all the things that will support how you can bring it in. Mm -hmm. So different ideas will come to you. You're going to see different opportunities that might be in front of you right now, but you're not going to see them because you're not in alignment with them. Mm -hmm. The other thing that your vision can do for you is that um, our unconscious doesn't know if something is real or imagined. And this can work for us or against us because I believe that this is how our limiting beliefs got in there in the first place. You know, we're told things over and over again or we're taught, I mean, we're treated a certain way and we, we may give that meaning. Mm-hmm. When you've got your vision and you're focused on it, then you're telling your unconscious a new story that this is the life I'm living. 
-hmm. Now your unconscious starts to get on board with that. And again, different ideas, you'll see different opportunities. And when you will act on these, then that's when the magic can start to happen and things start to move you forward and things can start to show up out of the blue because the universe, I believe it does want to support us in reaching our dreams because life, you know, we all have this life force inside of us. Mm-hmm. And life is wanting always a greater, fuller, more expanded expression of itself through each and every one of us. So we're always wanting to grow, try new things. Um, you know, it's like you, you're, you're, you're married, you have your children. And now you're like, I'm starting an iPod and I or a podcast. podcast yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'm starting a podcast. So something new, here's some growth. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking steps from, from you, what I've learned from you back in the day, you know, visioning it and empowering myself to want to step forward and do that. So I greatly believe in vision boards and and creating your vision. Yes. Yes. Because then you know where you're headed. The other thing our vision will do for us is it will inform us of who we need to be. Mm -hmm. So Whoever we are right now, our habits, our thought patterns, our um, qualities, you know, are we a go-getter? Do we lack confidence? Whatever it might, are we a worrier? (laughs) Do we get into overwhelm more easily? Procrastinator. Procrastinator. (laughs) Exactly. Whoever we are right now is a perfect match for our current results. And I'm drawing it down here as though these are our current results. We're a perfect match. When you want to create your vision, which is a different set of results, mm-hmm. hopefully a higher, more expanded uh, set of results, you need to start to be that person now to be a match for them. Mm-hmm. And we do that by being that person now. So we start to emulate, well, well, you know, get to know them. What are their habits? If you're wanting to be, you know, in better shape, what do they do for eating? What do they do for workouts? If you're wanting to be uh, start a business, what, what books are you reading? You know, what kind of conversations are you having with people? Mm-hmm. You start to be them now. And this makes a huge difference because again, it's going to put you in alignment with the ideas and seeing the opportunities that will help you to get to where you want to be. And in being that person, we're going to be more willing to take some bold steps that we might not have when we're down here like you. You're getting out in front of the camera, you're interviewing people, you're doing something that's new and different than you've done before. Mm-hmm. And your, your confidence will keep continue to grow as you do this. So I think it's, I think it's really cool. Oh, well, thank you, Sin. Yeah. Okay, so we have our vision. What else? What's another tool in, in the back? So the next foundational step is to decide. You've got to make a decision. And decision has such power. So when you decide for something, you're, you're cutting away everything else that's unlike it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have you ever had that experience where when you've decided you're doing something and you didn't know how you're going to do it, but the resources showed up to support you, the people, mm-hmm. the, you know, all the stuff. Well, I would imagine that's occurring for you in, in this endeavor. You just get like a lightning bolt of like inspiration or an idea to like help problem solve, you know? Yes. Yes. Because you're on the wavelength of this is the end result I want mm-hmm. versus 
looking at the problems and all the you know obstacles or what could go wrong absolutely and so when we're um we've decided every morning when you get up you got to decide i'm doing this thing you know <laughs> i'm i'm being this person mm-hmm. and decision has such power i <clears throat> i had a client who decided she was going to work with me but she did not have the money mm-hmm. and the very next week she enrolled a new client and they paid her the exact amount she owed me the exact amount we live in this like perfect universe. Yeah. The universe are... will always provide you what you need. Yeah. And so... it's having trust in that universe too. And I think that's some of the things where people lack is the trust and the knowing that you were always going to be taken care of and taken, you know, and given the things that you need at the moment, you know? That's absolutely true. And if you, you know, Napoleon Hill in the book, Think and Grow Rich, He talks about expectation. And to me, that's trusting. Mm -hmm. If you expect it's going to occur, it's because you trust the universe is going to support you. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. But the thing about that is that the universe will only give as much interest to your vision as you do. So if you just write the thing and put it on a shelf, the universe puts it on a shelf. Yeah. And so it's the um, getting out there, deciding for it, deciding this is the person that I'm being. And then the third uh, foundational step is that you've got to take action, which Mm -hmm. sounds very basic and it is, but this is the piece that a lot of um, people miss. They think that they got their vision, I'm visioning, (laughs) you know, what, nothing's happening, but you've got to take action and you want to take action as the person who's already got the end results, as that person, because they're going to feel different. They're going to think differently. You know, their confidence level is going to be different. Mm-hmm. They're going to say different things. And all of that is, is going to affect the outcome. I agree. So basically to sum it up, it's like dress, get dressed as the person you want to be. Make your bed in the morning. If it, you know, do the little habits that you can do to be the better person that you were yesterday. And do those little habits, change those little things, listen to an inspirational podcast. That's probably what your future self would be doing, uh, the goal of who you want to be. And I think that's great. And taking direction or not direction, taking the action, excuse me, is what I feel will really help get the energy flowing for what you want to what you want to do. As you mentioned, putting the thing up on the shelf, it's like the energy is stagnant. It's not going to flow. It's not going to be created because you need the action to continue it to keep flowing. So it's not just a stale, stagnant energy of a wish that you want or the goal that you want. You got to take action in order to make that energy flow and, you know, let the universe do its thing. Kind of sum it up in that way. Is that, is that kind of what it's like? Yes. And the thing when you go to take action is what will happen for almost everybody is your paradigms are going to come up Mm -hmm. and your paradigms are, um, it's a mental program and it has control over our habits, our thoughts, and our beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so pretty, our paradigms pretty much run the show and your, their paradigms think their job is to keep you right where you are, to keep things status quo. And that's keeping you safe by doing that. So every time you go to take an action step or you start to think of a bigger uh, 
you know, life, like when I was going to be a life coach, my paradigms were coming up in the form of dissuasion of who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. And their job, they think it's heard you right back where you are. So your fear, your paradigms, they're going to come up. And that's what stops people because they think they're real. How do you break that? What's a trick for someone to to break that habit, you know, falling into that gremlin telling you like, who do you think you are? You can't do this. Your dreams like are unattainable and unachievable. What do you say to someone to kind of help talking to themselves in that way? Well, first of all, um, I think that noticing our paradigms so often is almost impossible to do on our own because as I said, we believe they're true. They've Mm -hmm. been running the show for a long time, Mm -hmm. but if you can start to notice when they show up, it could be distraction. You're sitting down and you're going to write the chapter in that book or whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden you get pulled over to check your emails and you're often doing other things than what was going to move you forward. And you can notice that in that moment, you want to change your breathing. So when we're in a paradigm is running the show, we're in our sympathetic nervous system, our fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. So if you can just breathe deeply, some in breaths through your nose and out through your mouth slowly, it will bring you back to the present moment. It can put you back into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest, digest, and create. Mm-hmm. And from that place, we can access more creative ideas. So we can ask ourselves, what do I want to create in this moment? Or we put our attention on our vision. And then from that new energy, we take the action step. Yeah, that's very good. So I have about four questions I'd like to ask you before we come to an end. And everyone, hopefully you can still stay at the end because Sin is going to be offering a vision workshop. Um, So my first question is, who and what inspires you? Who and what inspires me? I will tell you that life inspires me. I think of life as sacred, Mm -hmm. that this is a sacred gift that we've been given. So every morning when I get up, I like to think that this is a brand new day. This is a day I will not get back in all of eternity. And so what do I want to create with this day? Mm -hmm. And that inspires me to show up as my best and to do my best and that every day I'm doing better and better. So um, yeah, I guess doing my best inspires me. And what is something you wished you knew when you were younger? I, I wish I knew the invisible laws that I do now and how things work mm-hmm. um, so that, yeah, I would love to have implemented these sooner. And one of those is really just to, to follow what you love because that's where the energy wants to go. And for me to have listened sooner because psychology was my favorite course in college mm-hmm. and the books that I've read continuously since then are all along the psychology, self-help, mindset, improvement, all of it. So I I wish I had listened to that part of me earlier Mm -hmm. or making it a profession. And what's the essential part of your daily routine? What's the essential part? Yeah. I have three. One is- Give them all three. You can all have to do one. You don't have to box you in a corner. (laughs) (laughs) So working out is important to me. It's something I've done my whole adult life and eating well. Mm -hmm. I I eat a very, you know, I eat well. And the, the third one is 
for my mindset. And that is a morning practice. Mm-hmm. What does your morning practice look like? I start with gratitude mm-hmm. and I'm just got it grateful for another day and that I'm still breathing and that I'm still here. And, and then I think of everything else I'm grateful for. And I put my attention on my vision and I decide who I'm being that day and what are the qualities that I want to practice being or emulating that day. In fact, one of the gifts that I have for um, your listeners is I created a, a PDF ebook called Change Your Morning, Change Your Life. And I mm-hmm. outline the five steps that are really helpful. Oh, perfect. To change that. Because if you change one day and then you do that every day, you've changed a week. And then it becomes a month and then it becomes, you know, you're having a good year. Yeah. Yeah. It takes about, I heard it takes about like two weeks to kind of try to change your habits, but um, I'm not an expert, but I know changing little things in my daily routine has helped me and working out is, has been a tremendous thing. It, it just totally uplifts my spirit for sure. Yeah, um, me too. Makes me feel like I've accomplished something after being with my children all day. Um, <laughs> that, but that's an accomplishment being with your children. Yeah. <laughs> And I, with that though, I feel like sometimes we just don't give ourselves enough credit, you know, like being a mom at home, sometimes, you know, we tend to beat ourselves up. Like I need to be out there doing more, but like, we just need to give ourselves grace and know that this is where we are today and be the best mom for your kids that you can. And like your time will come, you know, but you're but also no, if I could help you reframe that a little. Mm-hmm. Your time is now, and now you are a mom. And I always thought that being a mother was so important because what I always thought was, if I raise a healthy child, emotionally, mentally healthy, that I could clean up my little corner of the world because there wouldn't be any more of the, um, you know, uh, I can't think of the word right now. But he would he would then have children that could come out and be emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. And there and so. I always thought that was an important job. Yeah, it is. And we're shaping the future generations, you know? I mean, it is it is definitely an important job being a mom. Yeah, and and I used to say that it was the most soul-satisfying thing I'd ever done. I loved it. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely I love it. It's just- I, Well, I had to work, so I, I wanted more time with my son and I understand yeah. if you're home with him all day, you might- You always want, but you can't alone. have sometimes. You know, it's like, you have yeah. curly hair, you want straight hair. You have straight hair, you want <laughs> curly hair. You know, like you're a stay-at-home mom, you want to be a working mom. You're a working mom. I mean, it's we're always like wanting something we don't have at the moment. You know, it's just the, the nature of the beast of being a human, mm-hmm. I guess, sometimes. And so the last question is the best advice you've ever received. What's the best advice you've ever received? So that, that's a hard one because I've received some really good advice or teachings because I have personally trained and studied with um, some of the leading transformational teachers of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what comes to my mind right now is um, I was told once that fear is like a virus you know, the viruses that get in our computer and that fear can get into our, our operating system. Mm -hmm. And when it does, it gets everywhere and it just takes over like a virus in your computer would. And that we have to be really diligent when there's something that's going on in our life. That's not of our preference or that's scaring us a little bit to not let that occur. Mm -hmm. And that we can remind ourselves that a part of me is afraid. 
And then there's a part of you that's not, and you can put your attention on the part of you that is not afraid. Mm -hmm. And this is when our vision's helpful because we can put our attention on that. But just that, that one piece of fear is like a virus mm -hmm. that we don't let it take us over. Yeah, I think that's great advice. So like I said, Sin is going to be offering a vision workshop. Um, it starts January 22nd. The link is in the blog bio. So you're more than welcome to click directly there. Sin, is there anything else you would like the audience to know before we end this wonderful interview? Well, one, I would really like to invite you to the workshop. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm all about the vision boards. I, I'm all about, I got a blog already about creating your vision and like what I do for my tricks. I put, I use a PowerPoint and I put like my little images that I find on Google and I put it as like my screensaver on my computer. So I can always, when I flip it up, I can always see it, you know? So if you'd like to come and I would like to really invite everyone else too, if they would like to come, because I am going to um, really lay out the formula for success. You'll mm -hmm. have an opportunity to get crystal clear on your vision and see what are your paradigms because I'm going to go into depth on what's holding you back and then how to move forward. So everything's going to, there's going to be more depth, more time. It's fun. I've heard that it just flies. The time flies by is what people tell me. So I'd really like to encourage you because it's a great way to start your year. Start living a vision-driven life. I agree. Um, and the one thing I would like to say is that achieving your vision is great and living the life that you love, but the real gift is who you must become in the process mm. to get there because there's where the growth is occurring. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, I mean, it's such a treat to have you on again. Thank you so much for coming and educating the audience. I highly advise everyone to participate in her vision workshop if you're ready to have a new year that's focused on you to help you get to where you want to be in life. 2022 is the year for you. So hop on over, check out her workshop, and hopefully I'll see you over there. Thanks again, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Sin. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next one.